Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 324, for Saturday, January 23rd, 2016. This is the BGG Top Ten Edition, and it is a special edition as we look back at the year 2015 and the top 100 games on Board Game Geek as of January 1st, 2016. Now, since this data is a few weeks old, there have been some changes. Several games have lost a couple spots. Several games have gained a couple spots. There are two notable games that have gained a lot in the last three weeks, and I will mention those when I get to them. Last year, there were, in the year 2014, there were 12 debuts from the year of previous. This year we have 19 debuts and all 12 of last year's are still in the top 100. So 31 games are new in the top 100 as of January 1st, 2016 that weren't there on January 1st, 2014. Let me run through really quickly the 19 games that have fallen off the list. From number 99 to 122, 1960, The Making of the President. From 98 to 121, 1830, Railways and Robber Barons. From 97 to 120, Dixit Odyssey. From 96 to 119, Mice and Mystics. So those four games stayed right in line. From 95 to 123, Small World. From 93 to 104, Bora Bora. Last year it had gained five spots. It was 98 in 2014, 93 in 2015, now down to 104. From 92 to 114, Claustrophobia. From 90 to 101, Alien Frontiers, just missing the list. From 89 to 110, Yinch. From 88 to 135, King of Tokyo. From 87 to 109, Navigador. From 86 to 127, after gaining four positions last year, Love Letter. From 85 to 115, Blood Bowl, Living Rulebook. From 84 to 116, Imperial 2030. From 83 to 108, Ra. From 82 to 107, Glory to Rome. From 81 to 112, Demacher. So of the bottom 20 games, everything that was in the 80s, from 81 all the way through 89, they're all gone. Uh, Only 1, 2, 3 of the bottom 20 games in the top 100 last year have repeated this year. And then there are two more higher than 80 from last year. 56 two years ago, 76 last year, 106 this year, Sid Meier's Civilization, the board game. And the biggest dropper of all of the games in the top 100, 47 two years ago, 71 last year, and plummeting 74 spots down to 145, Pathfinder Adventure Card Game, 
Rise of the Rune Lords. As we go through this top 100, I will make occasional references to the Geek Rating. Just a brief word on what the Geek Rating is. Each game can be rated by every user on the site. All users who have rated a particular game have their scores averaged together, and that produces a game's average rating. However, since some games have received very few votes, very few ratings, and some games have received a lot, in order to make it a little bit more favorable, because, uh, you know, naturally you would assume that if a game has just a few ratings, they could tend to be very high, and so you could have all new games. And so they, a certain number of dummy votes are inserted to sort of level the playing field. Insert too few, and hot new games are going to rise to the very top. Insert too many, and only the old, more established games with lots of ratings will rise to the top. Board Game Geek has always struck a balance somewhere in between those. A very good rating, average rating for a game, is 8. There are very few games that have a rating of over 8. In fact, in the top 100, only 24 games have an average rating of 8 or higher. However, when we factor in all those dummy votes, and the dummy votes are a rating of 5.5, that brings the everybody's average rating down. Down less for games with lots of ratings. For example, Ticket to Ride has 38,000 ratings. Its average rating is 7.50. Its BGG geek rating is 7.41. So, a moderate decline. One of the first games we'll encounter, uh, Arcadia Quest, has 2,070 ratings. It has an average of 8.12, but its geek rating is only 7.39, a significant difference. And so because of that, uh, the very highest rated games only have a geek rating of 8 or above. In fact, only the top 7 have a geek rating of 8 or above, whereas, as I already mentioned, the top 24, or 24 games in the list, have an average rating of 8 or above. The very lowest geek rating is 7.384, almost 7.4. The very highest is 8.214. So the difference is between 8.2 and 7.4 which is not really all that significant. So we're, we're looking at the difference between a game that's ranked 100 and the game that's ranked 1,000. There still tend to be very good games. One final note. Of the 19 debuts, five of them were released in 2015, 12 of them in 2014, one in 2013, and one originally in 1981. We'll get to that in a little while. Enough preamble. Let's get into the top 100 games on Board Game Geek as of January 1st, 2016. We'll start with three debuts, all three of them coming from 2014. First, at number 100, Istanbul. At number 99, Arcadia Quest. And at number 98, Orleans. Dropping 20 spots to 97 is The Resistance. Falling 16 to 96, Memoir 44. Down 17 to 95, 
Galaxy Trucker. And our biggest dropper within the top 100 two years ago was number 55, last year only down to 61, but this year tumbles 33 positions down to number 94, and it is Here I Stand. One of very few games to gain position within the top 100, it's much more common for a game to rocket to its peak and then slowly, slowly fade down the list. But this one gains from number 100 last year up to number 93 this year, Jaipur. After a six-position gain last year, dropping back 17 to 92 is Ticket to Ride. And standing pat at number 91, Dungeon Pets. Our fourth debut at number 90 is the 2013 release that made the list, and it is Viticulture. Dropping 25 positions down to number 89 is Imperial. Down 23 to number 88, Space Alert. Down 24 to number 87, Age of Empires III, The Age of Discovery. And off 19 to number 86, Shogun. Sliding 13 positions to number 85, our second Ticket to Ride entry, Nordic Countries. Debuting at number 84, Fields of Arl. Sliding 23 spots to number 83, Rune Wars. Off 12 to number 82, Village. Down 15 to number 81, Hansa Teutonica. A debut last year at number 69, falling 11 positions to number 80 is Lewis and Clark. Dropping 22 to number 79, Hannibal, Rome versus Carthage the oldest game we've seen on the list here so far, and so far the only game in the top 100 that was released before the year 2000. Hannibal, Rome vs. Carthage, was released in 1996. After climbing four spots last year, easing back 10 to number 78, The Lord of the Rings, the card game. And then at number 77, down 21 positions is Tichu, released in 1991, another older game. But not as old as the number 76 game. Down 18 positions from last year, Go. Our sixth debut is at number 75, Imperial Settlers. After gaining seven spots last year, sliding back one, to number 74 is Cosmic Encounter. This is the Fantasy Flight edition. Our second gainer on the list, going up 21 positions to number 73, Splendor. Meanwhile, falling back 21 positions to number 72, Summoner Wars, Master Set. Down 18 to number 71, Age of Steam. 
Sliding 16 spots to number 70, the Princes of Florence. And after gaining 4 last year, down 10 to number 69, the highest ranked of the Ticket to Ride games in the top 100, Ticket to Ride Europe. After debuting last year at number 62, sliding 6 positions to number 68 is Kemet. Kemet is the first game that has a geek rating of more than 7.5. Again, we started out at 7.384. We had Memoir 44 at number 96 at 7.4. And now here we are at 68 with 7.5. So a tenth of a point of geek rating average between the number 68 game and the number 96 game. Very tight. Sliding 12 spots to number 67, Chaos in the Old World. Down 19 to number 66, Steam. Our seventh debut, in fact we're going to have a rash of debuts here in the next 10 positions. The seventh debut is at number 65, just released last year one of the five 2015 releases, Blood Rage. And this is the one that has gained the most since I originally compiled these rankings. Since January 1st, Blood Rage has climbed from 65 to 35. Dropping 14 positions to number 64 is Goa. Our eighth debut at number 63 is our game from 1981, Sherlock Holmes, Consulting Detective. Down 10 spots to number 62, Railways of the World. And our ninth debut is at number 61, The Voyages of Marco Polo, the third game on the list that was debuting, that debuted in 2015. The third gainer that we have seen on the list, after debuting last year at number 79, climbing up to number 60, is Star Realms. Dropping 10 spots to number 59, Combat Commander Europe. And now another set of three debuts. At number 58, Legendary Encounters, a alien deck building game. At number 57, Alchemists. And at number 56, Patchwork. All three of those released in 2014. Sliding nine spots to number 55, Stone Age. Dropping 12 to number 54, Paths of Glory. Also dropping 12 to number 53, Commands and Colors, Ancients. And after a 29-position gain last year, sliding back 4 to number 52, Suburbia. Dropping 12 positions to number 51 is Aura et Labora. And now we are at the top 50. Two years ago, this game was number 43. Last year, 45. This year, 50. For Trois. After debuting last year at number 38, 
Dropping back 11 spots to number 49 is Nations. And after debuting last year at number 74, the biggest upward mover within the top 100, climbing 26 positions to number 48, is Concordia. Sliding 17 spots to number 47, Mage Wars Arena. Formerly just Mage Wars. After debuting last year at number 44, sliding back just two spots to 46, Russian Railroads. And after climbing last year five positions, sliding back again just two spots to number 45, Pandemic. Two years ago at number 37, last year at number 40, this year 44 for Crokinole one of the very, very consistent games within the top 100. Even while other games, as you have heard, will drop 10 and 12 and 15 spots in a year, Crokinole is always just hovering right there in the top 50. There's another one that's an equally stable performer, if not more so, and we'll come to that in just a little bit. Sliding nine spots to number 43 is Descent, Journeys in the Dark, the second edition. And dropping seven spots to number 42 is A Game of Thrones, the board game, the second edition. After losing one spot last year, dropping four more this year to 41 is Trajan. And at this point, we hit the 7.6 mark on the Geek Rating Scale. Trajan, number 41, 7.6. At number 68, Kemet was 7.5. And at number 96, Memoir 44 was 7.4. So the distance between Memoir 44 at 96 and Trajan at 41 is two-tenths of a point. Just to again make very clear that these games are all very tightly packed. Our 13th debut is at number 40, Castles of Mad King Ludwig. Sliding six spots for the second year in a row to number 39, War of the Ring, the first edition. Tumbling six spots to number 38, Tigris and Euphrates. After gaining six positions last year, falling back nine to number 37, the Resistance Avalon. And now again, another flurry of debuts. Our 14th debut at number 36, Five Tribes. Our 15th debut at number 35, Roll for the Galaxy. Dropping ten spots to number 34 is Dominion. And then we have our 16th debut at number 33, Seven Wonders Duel, the fourth of our games released in 2015. That leaves just one 2015 release among our debuts. Seven Wonders Duel is the other game that has really performed noticeably well in the last three weeks, going from 33 on January 1st all the way up to 21 now. 
sliding seven positions to number 32, Battlestar Galactica. And after gaining two spots last year, sliding back just two spots this year, Twilight Imperium, the third edition. This is the other game that, much like Crokinole, has been just astonishingly consistent year in and year out. After gaining two spots last year, falling back three to number 30, Lords of Waterdeep. And after gaining five last year, sliding back eight to number 29, Star Wars X-Wing Miniatures Game. After losing only one position last year, El Grande tumbles eight this year to number 28. And I should mention we are now into the 7.7 range. Lords of Waterdeep at number 30 was our first 7.7 game. So you can already see the spacing out beginning to happen, right? From 7.4 to 7.5, we covered 28 positions. From 7.5 to 7.6, we covered 27. But from 7.6 to 7.7, we've only covered 11 At number 27, after debuting last year at 26, so sliding back one spot, Eldritch Horror. Sliding last year one spot, four more this year to number 26 for Race for the Galaxy. Down two positions to number 25, Dominant Species. And sliding five spots to number 24, Dominion Intrigue. These two games have been side-by-side, side, Dominion Intrigue and the original Dominion, pretty much ever since Dominion Intrigue was released. In fact, two years ago, they were 16-17. But then last year, there was a five-position gap, 19-24. This year, the gap is up to 10, 24-34. And now we come to the fourth of our eight games that have gained on this week's uh, this year's top 100 and uh, one of only three to have done so both of the last two years two years ago it was number 54 last year it was up to 31 this year it climbs another eight spots to number 23 keyflower we are now up to our 17th debut out of 19, and it is the fourth. I said earlier we had four. This is the fourth of our five games that were released in 2015. At number 22, Codenames. Down four spots to number 21 is Kalos, and sliding back two to number 20, Seven Wonders. The fifth of our eight games that have gained this year debuted last year at number 36 and this year climbs up to number 19, Dead of Winter, a Crossroads game. Sliding back two spots to number 18, Tzolkin, the Mayan Calendar. Down three positions to number 17, Brass. And now we encounter the first of our games that was in the top 10 two years ago. 
Last two years ago, it was number 10. Last year, it was number 12. This year, number 16, Lahav. After climbing 12 spots all the way up to number 13 last year, sliding back two to number 15 is Robinson Crusoe, Adventures on the Cursed Island. The sixth of our eight gainers, and the second of three to have gained each of the last two years, 20th two years ago, number 15 last year, now number 14 for War of the Ring 2nd Edition. We encountered the 1st Edition back at number 39, and here we have the 2nd Edition as we cross the 7.9 marker. I kind of missed the part where we crossed 7.8. That was at the Dead of Winter level, number 19. So there were 11 games between number 41 and number 30 from 7.6 to 7.7, 11 again to get us to 7.8, but only 5 to get us to 7.9. However, it will be another 7 until we get to the 8.0 mark. So these next 7 games are also relatively closely bunched together. We now encounter the first of our games that was in last year's top 10. Two years ago it was number 8. Last year number 10. This year sliding to number 13 is Power Grid. Two years ago at number 6. Last year at number 8. Now down to number 12 for Eclipse. And at number 11 is the 18th of our 19 debuts, Star Wars Imperial Assault. And so we come to the top 10. At number 10, sliding back from number 5 two years ago to number 7 last year, and number 10 as of January 1st, Android Netrunner. And if you're looking for remarkable consistency, how about this one? Number 9 Three years running for Mage Knight board game. The seventh of our eight gainers and the third of the three to have gained each of the last two years from number 12 two years ago to number 11 last year all the way up to number 8 this year for the Castles of Burgundy. At number 7, a former number one, it was number three two years ago, and number four last year, down to number seven for Agricola. Now we are at the 8.0 mark. All of these games have geek ratings of eight and above, so naturally all of them also have average ratings of eight and above. In fact, uh, they're all at 8.1 or higher. Sliding one spot for the second year in a row, from number four to number five to number six, Puerto Rico, another former number one. Two years ago, the number two game, last year was number three, this year sliding back to number five for Through the Ages, A Story of Civilization. This would be the first edition. And the eighth of our very small group of eight games 
that gained position from last year into this year, debuted last year at number six, and has moved up this year to number four, Caverna, the Cave Farmers. That takes us to the 8.1 threshold. And there, at number three, after gaining five spots to get all the way to number two last year, sliding back a spot to number three is Terra Mystica. At number two, after spending the last four years at number one, sliding back one spot as of January 1st, Twilight Struggle. And that means all we have left is the fifth game to have been released in 2015, the 19th of our 19 debuts, debuting all the way up at number one, Pandemic Legacy Season 1, with a geek rating of 8.214. Clear of Twilight Struggle by just a hair, but if you look at the average rating, it's just phenomenal. That's why this game has gotten all the way to number one. Sorting by average ratings. As I said before, we have 24 games with a rating of 8.0 or higher. And starting from the bottom up, it goes 8.0, So you can see they're very close together. It's really just gaps of 1 or 2 or 3 between them until you get all the way up to 8.15, which is what Mage Knight's rating is. And then there's a jump to 8.20 for Through the Ages, 8.25 for both Seven Wonders Duel and Caverna, 8.27 for Terra Mystica, 8.32 for Twilight Struggle, 8.34 for War of the Ring Second Edition, 8.35 for both Fields of Arl and Star Wars Imperial Assault, 8.38 for Blood Rage, and then 8.73 for Pandemic Legacy, which means the gap between Pandemic Legacy's rating and Blood Rage, those are the top two by average rating, is 0.35, or the distance from Blood Rage all the way back to Brass and Paths of Glory. Now, it's not it's worth noting you could those last five games, those top five games are all very low on the vote, the rating totals, because uh, none of them have more. Well, Imperial Assault has 5,400. The rest have less than 5,000 ratings, whereas games like Puerto Rico and Agricola have 41,000 ratings. So it takes a ridiculously high average rating to overtake those uh, lower rated but more rated games should be interesting to see uh, whether Pandemic Legacy peaks and falls back again. Uh, that is the common path, although Twilight Struggle never really traced that arc. Or whether it will accelerate further and further into number one. But there you have it. The top 100 games as of January 1st, 2016. For Saturday, January 23rd, 2016.